What's up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Left or Right podcast. There's a lot of things that we're going to talk about as a lot of things happened this week. So let's just get started first with a few introductions because we have a ton of new people on this episode. So who wants to go first? I guess I could. All right. Um, I'm Vladimir Lenin or Joel. Uh, I'm a democratic socialist. All right. Who's next? I'll go next. Uh, my name's Dylan. I'm pretty right-leaning, if you think about it. But, um, yeah, I used to be really democratic until I really did my own research and figured it all out by myself. But that's pretty much my political affiliations there. All right, uh, Max, you can go. Oh, man. All right, fine. Uh, I'm Max, and uh, my political thoughts are that Hitler was a different breed. Like, a much different breed, bro. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. Hitler was a different breed, man. Okay. What dude a, was... um, all right, last yeah. person. Let's go. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My name's Mopkish. Um. I guess I would call myself a neoconservative. That's what most people call me. I can call them different things. Sometimes I'll be called a fucking leftist, but I would say I'm more on like the right side. <laughs> all right. Um, so we, as we got all that taken care of, me and Joel are still here. It's us two. We're chilling. The original, the originals. And um, let's just get started. So our first topic is the Oregon governor, Kate Brown, signed a bill saying that you don't need to know how to read or write to graduate high school. What do you think about this? Well, what, what did the, like, the bill say? You just, you just don't know how to read or write. It's not really accounted to your credits to graduate. Like, do you still like, got to pass, like, say, like, English or multiple English classes? I guess. I don't know. You just don't know how to read. It doesn't matter if you can't read or write. Yeah, but like I'm like I'm thinking like if you took all these English classes, I'm pretty sure if you pass them, you would already know how to read or write. Plus, if you didn't know how to read or write, how are you even in the grade? Exactly. Like you wouldn't have got it. You wouldn't even have the credits, though. You know, I find the stupid thing is why she signed it in the first place, because supposedly uh, blacks are aren't really that smart supposedly and that they don't know how to read or write well good for them they can finally graduate you know you know finally graduate this is actually kind of comparable to what happened in virginia y'all they got rid of like these special diplomas you could get that's because it has some like racial disadvantage or some shit like that and all it basically was that you took like three extra spanish classes and like another extra math and science i would need three extra spanish classes well, it could be any foreign language. You just had to take two of them. Oh, what the hell? Okay. Um, Joel, what do you think about the bill? Um, can you hear me well? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is, I haven't looked too much into it, but the, just based off of what I heard right now, that kind of sounds stupid. Like, I would think in order to pass, you got, you got to know how to read and write. That's like the most basic things in education. Yeah, I don't know how you would even get to that high of a level if you don't even know how to read or write. I mean, 
That's my biggest thought on it. I mean, yeah, you're completely right about that. Because I don't, how are you in high school and don't know how to read or write? Exactly. It's like, and the fact that she like tried to say that it's to help black people graduate more, isn't that kind of race, racist? Like thinking that they don't know how to read or write? Like, is it like some, I can understand, but like if you can like go into like the history and say, okay, this had like a racial past, but is there even like that to it? No, I don't, like, it, it's just saying that black people don't know how to read or write and we want more to graduate, I guess, is what they're saying, which makes no sense. But I don't even think this bill will like ever have an effect on people though, because like most of the people, I hope so, going to high school already know how to read or write. <laughs> you would hope, right? Yeah, like I hope so, but I don't know. Some people like get like fours and stuff in like some classes, so who knows? All right, um, Dylan, what do you think? I really think this bill shouldn't have even been thought of. I mean, it's clearly here to target people who aren't really good at this kind of stuff. But if they really wanted to make it easier to graduate, they could have done it in better ways that wouldn't make it this easy. Like, I'm trying to think, how does this even like make it easier with the home? Because like, I'm pretty sure because you don't need to know how to read or write. Yeah, but like these people are probably already know. It just doesn't make it easy. Like, I don't, I don't understand you know. this. You know, if you don't know how to read or write, you could graduate high school, but you aren't going to college. Like, <laughs> this sounds, like this sounds so broad. Like I would understand if she said like, "Hey, um, you don't have to un- understand how to read or write, so we're taking out like English classes as a requirement." That would make more sense. But this one, this is just too broad. Yeah. To see how this would even affect anything. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. It's um. I see no point in it. It's a dumb bill. And I think we can all agree on that, even with all of our different political stances. Agreed. Um, so I let's talk about the- trying to say here. I mean, I don't see the whole agenda in this. Usually when they try and do this stuff, it leads to a bigger goal, but I don't see the chance or even the point of this at all. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our next topic, which is a ton of subtopics based on the same thing, which is something very important that's happened recently, everything going on in Afghanistan. And Joe Biden gave a speech after a little bit of silence from him, and he blamed everyone but himself for what happened in Afghanistan. What do you think about what speech he gave he's gay (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) okay so i think he can blame himself and the rest of his administration and then like the past what six five administrations before him i mean this whole afghanistan thing started with george bush yeah, but I think well, any president would have started it, though. Yeah, yeah, but it it did, like, I don't know why he would blame everyone but himself. He had the like, horrible I, you, escape plan in the first place. Like, you can criticize Bush on, like, you know, kind of, like, taking away priority of Afghanistan and Iraq, but, like, the idea of just starting the war in general, I wouldn't really blame Bush on that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know how he could do that because his plan was so botched. He, like, left American weapons there. So the yeah. Taliban are now a military powerhouse. 
Yeah, but I would wait. But the thing but is, I was like, the, the thing about like those weapons and stuff is they're so like advanced. If those things break down, which they do a lot, they probably can't repair those things. Well, like, yeah, like huge they time. could use them for the time being until they like die out. Yeah, but like, but the thing, but there is like some things they can take advantage of, like night goggles and stuff, which should help like not, um, night operations. I think um, a Fox News article I read said like about sixteen thousand was left there. Yeah, it's a lot. So, like, yeah, that's a lot. But like things like some high maintenance aircraft. Yeah, no, that's probably not going. That thing that's just going to break down real easily. So I don't think that would be much of a big deal, but there's things like those weapons and stuff like that, like guns and stuff, that probably will be much more effect. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see, Joel, what do you got to say? Like I was saying, uh, President Biden's administration has kind of been a big letdown for me. I like to take the independent stance on majority of the issues that come towards me. And um with this Afghanistan situation, when I looked at it more, because at first I was kind of timid on it, but I looked more into it, and he's officially, you know, got my disapproval, because his administration is taking what happened with Jimmy Carter. You know, Jimmy Carter gave us a lot of hope for America, and then he ultimately uh, failed to reach for that great horizon. And President Biden's gonna repeat the same mistakes President Carter did, is that he uh, showed us this great horizon, and he's gonna fail to deliver. I mean, yeah, um, you're completely right about that, though. I don't, I don't think it's um, been enough to say he's going to be just like Jimmy Carter, but I will say he has been kind of a disappointment on foreign policy for me. He's kind of been like Jimmy Carter, though, if you think about it, with and gas they, and then failed foreign policy. It's kind of like yeah. Jimmy Carter. Yes, so, but like, I just think Jimmy Carter. Like, I know it seems like a long time. It's been, like, only seven months since he's been elected. So I would say, like, we still have, like, much more time to go. Yeah, but for, like, his first few months, he's kind of been, like, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. All this different I, stuff, I too. Like, like in the span of seven months, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy it's only been seven months. Yeah, but you'd think all this would happen in, like, a much longer time frame, right? Yeah. I saw something really funny though. Someone said um, Joe Biden is speedrunning the George Bush presidency. We're in a, we may go to war. We are fucking a hurricane here in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we probably may have a recession um, soon. So I guess he's about to speedrun the George Bush presidency. I actually thought Afghanistan will fall around December. Well, it fell much sooner because he left so fast. Yeah. And then the Afghan military couldn't defend themselves, which you would think they could with all, like, the money we put towards them. But no, they, they just... have more manpower than some of NATO. Uh, but they freaking just pussied out. I mean, there's nothing else to it. They, they pussied said, out. I'm out, bro. They said, nah, I'm good. Why See should you. we stay there and defend them when they're not even willing to defend themselves? I would say I would say to that probably because the people that were looking to think can't really defend themselves, like women, those people who would be put in like such slavery. I would say, well, they're not yeah. really that defense, um, be able to defend themselves. So I think as our duty as leaders of the free world, we probably should try to do our best to defend them, even when their men won't defend them. Yeah, we still. We- 
you know, with everything that's happened recently, it's hor- horrifying, you know, because if you think about what the Taliban did when they were previously in control of Afghanistan, um, and one of the promises that they made, which is our, ne- which goes right into our next topic, was that they're going to uphold rights for women. Um, do you believe that they will uphold women's rights in Afghanistan? Fuck no. Some of the leaders from the '90s in there, and they were the ones who were like, "No, these women can't have rights." So I don't think they're gonna achieve anything like that. Do people actually believe this? I mean, I don't know, but that's Listen, what they said. If, if, I need like a good, um, um, if you, anyone who believes this, who honestly believes they will uphold this view, the first, He's like, dumb. I remember right after Cabal fell, fell, they had the CNN report where they showed two um, photos side by side. The first day, she didn't, she wasn't wearing anything like on her head or anything. And then the next day, they had her all covered up. So if you really, if anyone believes and these people are really going, they really change. <laughs> just look at that image. Just please go look at those two images. Yeah, yeah. My favorite okay. CNN quote, they're showing death to America, but they seem friendly. <laughs> I know, right? I would very be less pro-US intervention if like things like United Nation, which is like more like, was more like involved in trying to stop things like the Taliban. Um, Joel, what do you think about Taliban promising to uphold rights for women? That is, um, I'm going to say this in the, like a, a common term so much people can understand it. Much a cap, you know. Uh, I don't think that's true. Why would that, that's, that's like if we were listening to the Nazis say, we're going to uphold rights for the Jewish people. It's not, no, you stop lying. It's, you're lying straight through your teeth. Don't lie to us, please. Yeah, it's just, it's it's stupid. I just want to have a quick side note. Um, how many people do you think in America believe Afghanistan is in the middle? Um, is like in the Middle East? There's some dumb people here. <laughs> I, I honestly want to know, but anyways, that's all I want to say. All right, is that it? Has everyone got a chance to speak on this topic? All right, we'll move on. To the next one. So, uh, Lauren Boebert, this very controversial uh, Republican in the House, uh, tweeted, Taliban are the only people building back better, which was um, Joe Biden's campaign slogan, building back better. And she is facing a lot of backlash from it. So what do you think about her tweet saying that the Taliban are the only people that are building back better. Wait, wait. She's a female, right? Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren sounds like a female name. Hey, yeah, so she's a female? Hey, if she's a female, then yeah, she deserves the backlash. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what if it was a guy who said this? <laughs> wait, if it was a guy who said this? Oh, yeah, that made some more sense. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, I don't think this would have been okay if, like, even if it was a guy. What? <laughs> okay. Um, Lennon, what do you think about what Boebert said? I mean, I think it's true somewhat. Like, to an extent, in terms of, like, different countries and their social problems. So, yeah. All right. Um... Dylan, what do you think? I 
I'm very right leaning, but this I'll even say that this is <laughs> not she's not the smartest person I think I've ever met. I mean, this is just just to show you how a lot of people in America don't actually know what's happening in Afghanistan. They hear those base facts and then they kind of make up their own narrative on it. Like uh, Lennon explained with the whole uh, death to America thing in the, uh, or were they saying God is great or something? But I think that um, a lot of people just aren't educated on the subject. Yeah. Um, Joel, what do you think about Bobert's tweet? I'm going to quote someone that I don't, I'm going to take a word from Ron DeSantis. I don't want to hear a blip from uh, Lauren Bobert about her, this, honestly, with her Fauci ouchie self over there. I don't want to hear a single thing from her, honestly. She sounds like someone who's not very educated, like adding any. I really, her and a bunch of other con- people in the Congress, like her, you know, honestly, they kind of speak from their own personal opinion rather than the actual fact. Yeah. Um, Mopkesh, what do you think about the tweet? You know what? I think it just more enforces my view that the Senate is just so much smarter than the fucking House. <laughs> like, God, there was so many fucking idiots in the House. I'm just glad we have the Senate. And also, I don't know, really, if public executions, people rushing to the airports, people falling off planes, is really building back better in Afghanistan. I don't know. Maybe that's just my um definition I, I think biden's done a better job than the taliban really but you know that's just me that's just me yeah well i think when it comes in terms of leadership the taliban have also done a shitty job as well as joe biden especially when it comes to like what he's done in afghanistan um joe and- biden's always done a shitty job so uh- this is our final topic that deals with afghanistan there was a vote in the house um, to get entry visas for Afghans who helped the United States in the Afghanistan war. And 16 Republicans voted against it. Some big names include Andy Biggs, Lauren Boebert, Mo Brooks, Paul Gosar, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Thomas Massey, and Matt Rosendale. What do you think about what these Republicans voted against? I fucking hate all of those people. Yeah, like, it's completely messed up. Like, especially Paul Goldstone. Like, this guy wants a 10-year ban on immigration. I fucking hate that guy. But not surprising that these people voted against it. It's, it's such a freedom... I think it's called a Freedom Caucus. Ironic name, but... <laughs> yeah, um, I just want to point out something about Mo Brooks. Um, he is running, in case you guys didn't know this, he's running for Senate in Alabama... He's one of the top candidates in Alabama, and he just voted on this, and it might not be a good look. So his opponents are, like, taking over on him for this, saying, like, he doesn't like people from Afghanistan. So, like, with all these, like, people on the right, because, you know, there's the far left and the far right. You can say these most of these guys are the far right in the House. This isn't going to affect him. I mean, it will a little bit. Like, maybe. like we're talking they're like tr- they're just trying to take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? This he's going to get that office. What's I'm talking name? about like for the primaries. The primaries. Yeah, the primaries. His next biggest one is Katie Britt, and some or, or Linda Blanchard. Linda Br- 
Lind, Linda, I think it is. I think she also has a chance. Yeah, but like I, last poll I saw, he was like up 30 points. So. Yeah, he's up big. They're just trying to like take advantage of every little thing that Mo Brooks does now, you know? Yeah. But like overall, I don't think this is going to really affect him. Yeah. Um, Dylan, what do you think about what happened? You, I could see where they're coming from. And I, that's not saying I agree with them. I can see where they're coming from, though. But I feel like if these people really did help us in this 20-year period, they, I feel like they've earned their ticket into this country. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but then how do you see where they're coming from? Yeah, well, like, what, why know, do you see that? Honestly, I, me, I'm very against uh, legal immigration. I 100% supported the wall. So I could see why these people wouldn't want uh, people from, especially Afghanistan, where you don't really know who they could be, but coming in. But again, at the same time, I mean, if these people really did help us, I feel like that. This isn't about illegal immigration, though. Yeah. These guys are just people who helped America and trying to get them to stay in America. Like, there's no, like, real... Like, how, what was, like, the vote? Was it just these 18? It was just those 16 Republicans. Yeah, Every like- other person in Congress, including Jim Jordan, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, um, Kevin McCarthy, Nancy Pelosi, they all voted for this. Yeah, like, I don't really see what this is like you can make that argument where it's like illegal immigration it's just like you know doing like the right thing that hey these people helped us in this 20 years war we might as well try to protect them because they fucking stay there in Afghanistan and they stay there and <laughs> they stay there in Afghanistan they're, let's face it they're going to get executed okay they're going to find them they're going to publicly execute them that it's a big shame on them honestly I don't know why they that whole group my name she brought up those people are really i think of them as really stupid honestly i never really found a point where i actually kind of agree with them um especially i'm, I'm kind of proud of my book so that he actually voted for it um because i was kind of i'm really hoping that katie Britt went over him but um i do find it stupid that they chose to vote against it those uh, 16 republicans i mean it's kind of a bipartisan issue and they still try to find some way to make it a partisan issue yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, um, <laughs> let's talk about the California recall election. The top candidate who's leading in the polls by a good amount is Larry Elder. And, um, there were controversial comments that he made from 2000, where he said that women voters, uh, don't know as much as men voters and that women should not get involved in politics. <laughs> Um, and he's facing backlash from opponents like Kevin Falconer and Kevin Kiley, who have like four and three percent in the polls. So, what do you think about these does, past comments that Larry why does, Elder had? Why does, why does anyone give a fuck about this? Why does anyone care about this California recall? The next election, election is next year. They don't control the House or the Senate. It's overly blue. They're going. They're just going to lose next year. Is it just like? It's just like for like ego, really? If I just, have, I I don't. I think it's just because they don't want Newsom. Yeah, that's but like that's just for a year. Like, say like so. A, a year away from Newsom is better than anything. 
but you can't even like pass anything. Like, it's really just woohoo, we did it. Y'all wake up, everyone stand up, we did it. Woo! We turned it red. Like it's just for pretty colors, so we can say it was red for one year. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you're kind of right about that. <laughs> um, it's such a waste of money. Uh, Joel, what do you think about Elder's comments? I haven't been the biggest fan of uh, Larry Elder, honestly. Um, if I was going to support a Republican, it would be uh, Kevin Falconer. Um, but <clears throat> the thing is, I got, like I'm going to agree with, uh, I think it's Mopkish. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, this is just a, it's like a partisan grab right here. They're going to grab it for, if they do for one year, and then they're going to lose it next year. Exactly. You know, I honestly just – I think if you really want Newsom out that bad, try to find a Democrat to primary him. I, I mean, this is the best you're going to get. I I really don't know why they're spending so much money just to recall a man who's going to get out one year and then another Democrat going to replace him. Well, it's not really necessarily a Republican who's going to win. There is a Democrat that is closely behind Larry Elder, and his name is Kevin Pafrath. If you've heard of him – I think it's like four points. No, like how much like different is he from Newsom? Um, he describes himself, and I'm just going to use his own words for this. He says that he is a JFK style Democrat. Okay, I don't think he would win the primaries next. Um, next year. Well, I think he would. Win and he he has already declared his candidacy in 2022. See, like that's an actual candidate. If you put money into him, if these Republicans put money into him. You are actually changing California, and you may actually have a chance. But when you put money into these Republicans and this like Larry recall, Elder, yeah, you're you're just wasting money. You're burning money. You take some money, put it in a fireplace, because that's what you're basically doing. When you yeah. could take a more right leaning Democrat, vote for them. Now you say they did a good job. You could <coughs> shift California right. Um. All right. Uh. Dylan, what do you think about Elder's comments or just the recall election in general? Honestly, uh, like you guys said previously, I think it was a waste of time and money. I mean, Newsom was bad, but what were you expecting? I mean, it's California. California Democrats are just a different breed of like Democrats. I mean, these guys are like far left. Exactly. Aren't they about to release the kill of RFK? These people suck. Yeah, they're releasing Sirhan Sirhan. Like, what? Um, All right, Lennon, what do you think about Elder's comments? I think it's just hilarious, but um, California, they're just weird. They have weird Democrats. They do. I mean, mean, they're the people who gave us Kamala Harris. Like, what, what else did you expect? I mean, I have no surprise to it. Uh, Max, what do you think about Elder's comments about women? Uh, can you repeat what he said? <laughs> um, he said that women voters know shouldn't know much about politics compared to men. Agreed. <laughs> you and woman, Max. Yo, what? Yo, what the fuck is he? Hold on, why do you think that, though? Honestly, I want to know, why do you think that? I mean, he's right. I mean, like, can dishwashers really think? Matt, are you like a know. Incel? 
Am I a what? You like an incel? <laughs> I don't know, man. All I, mean, I know is that. Like- all I know is women equal dishwasher. This is like something I hear in 2016. I thought we got past this. <laughs> oh, 2016. Yeah. Good year. Good year. Yeah, but like after that, it's kind of cringy. So a candidate announced his run for Senate. It's not that big of a surprise, especially if you're from Nevada like me. Adam Laxalt announced that he will run for Senate in the state of Nevada. Do you think that he has a chance to win? It's both the Republican and Democrat party in Nevada. I don't like it. Do you think Laxall has a chance of winning and flipping the seat? In twenty, and is he twenty twenty two? Yeah. I don't. I don't know because who's the candidate? It's Masto, Cor- Catherine Cortez Masto against Adam Laxall. I don't know, like how much of an effect of um, the DSA having control of that party over there in Nevada may play a role in that. So. And then also momentum's gonna be in Republicans' favor, so I don't know. He may have he he does may have a good chance at it. All right, Joel, do you think Laxalt can flip the seat in Nevada? Uh, I see. I can see him making it competitive in some way, but I feel like it's gonna come out to Catherine winning again, a re-election to another term. I don't think her she's gonna win by like some big landslide victory. Nevada has kind of always been close, but uh. I think she probably win by like one point, two point, maybe. Maybe she won't win by a lot, but she probably will win. But he'll make it competitive. It's like he'll seem like he's gonna flip, and then it won't. All right, Dylan. Holy shit! You know what? I think the whole chance of him winning depends on how the Biden administration is gonna go for the next couple of months. Because you know, it's one thing if one or two senators have a certain opinion. They're not the whole party, but Biden, he represents Democrats. So it's not going to look very good if he messes up. It's going to reflect on the whole party. And Nevada, it's it's a changing state. I mean, it could go either way, even if Biden didn't mess up. I mean, it depends what he messes up on. I feel like Afghanistan's like a huge issue because nobody there's a ton, will, there's a nobody ton of... Will. No, you got to understand that there's a lot of military members yeah, but the thing veterans is, in Nevada. I think like the after effects of um, not Nevada, the Afghanistan withdrawal, like refugees, that may be like um, something that will affect 2022, but like not withdrawing from Afghanistan, that that really won't matter. Like a refugee crisis will probably matter more. Uh, Max, do you think Laxall can flip the seat in Nevada? I don't know. It can go really either way, but fun fact, I met Sizzlack once. Fun fact. Man's was like quite thick, bro. He was like, he had that dad bod, you know? Man's had the dad bod, like the big boy stomach. Did you, you explain know? who Sizzlack is for the people who don't know? Oh, he's the governor of Nevada. There you go. There you he's go. The thick, he's like thick, bro. He had that dad bod and everything, bro. Like, I mean, who wouldn't take it seriously? <laughs> All right, um, Lennon, who do you think Laxalt has a chance of flipping the seat in Nevada? Uh, it could go either way, really. All right, I'm going to get my intake on this. All right, you ready? You ready? You ready? This is from somebody from Nevada. 
like we would. <laughs> I, I have no clue. I have absolutely <laughs> no clue. It is going to be an extremely close election. I know that. So in 2016, Catherine Cortez Masto lost Washoe County by like a few, like under one percentage point. It was extremely close. And she still won the election because of how much she won in Clark County. So if Clark County shows up in the election, Cortez Masto will win. But remember, it's Republicans do have the momentum since it's some midterms. And if we learn anything from the past, the opposite party who's not in presidency does good, which is why I'm also thinking it could go Republican. But I don't really know. Time will only tell. All right. And boom, that's it. That's the podcast. I know these were topics from last week, but that's why it's a two for one episode. There will be another one released tomorrow. Thank you. Good night, good morning, and good afternoon whenever you're listening to this.